Hi, I'm Janelle. And I'm Monique. And welcome to Is Marriage Worth It? We are just two single chicks, girls, women, anything but females, trying to figure out what marriage is like and is it worth it? I'm assuming the best place to get the answers is from married people, maybe engaged people, newlyweds, and even other singles. Each episode, we will have a guest answering different questions we have or that you may have about marriage. Join us as we try to figure out Monique. And I'm Janelle. And welcome to another episode of Is Marriage Worth It? So our guest today is Vinasha. And the way that Vinasha became a guest, I actually went to uh, college with her. And then, you know, I was scrolling on Instagram and I was like, oh, (laughs) slide into her DMs and ask if she would like to be a part of the podcast. And she gracefully said yes. So thank you, Vinasha. Yeah, no problem. All righty. So to kick things off, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm from the South. I've been in the South my whole life. Um, lived all over the place from Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee. Um, would you say I met you going to the <laughs> South, going to school? And then um my husband and I, we have been relocating a lot. We lived in Arizona for like three years and that was a huge like culture shock Mm -hmm. because Arizona is like, they almost remind me of California a little bit where they like laid back, super chill. Um, But yeah, so that's, and I also love to like make artwork. Um, I love to draw, sketch, do graphic design and poetry. So all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) all righty so you mentioned that you are married how long have you been married so um we got married in 2019 um we did a small wedding and then I guess 2020 is when we were more like not public but like because people knew that we were married but I guess like Facebook like that's when yeah (laughs) That's when we started posting and stuff. So it's been four years and it has been such an interesting, but like beautiful and fun journey and crazy. too. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Four years. Okay, so how did you guys meet? Well, we were attending the same college and I don't really think we even knew we didn't know that we were both on the campus so one of our friends he was a mutual friend of ours and so in college they have this thing called canvassing so if you're trying to raise money and Mm -hmm. do go door to door you're selling pamphlets and all this stuff and that's how we knew our mutual friend. And so he was bringing both of us together. He said, hey, Vanessa, I want you to come and meet Sharon. And I don't know why I'm smiling so big right now, but <laughs> he was like, I've told this story so many times. But he was just like, hey, I want you to come and meet Sharon. So I was like, OK. And then that's literally how we met, because he pulled us over to talk in the cafeteria. So, yeah. Shout out to mutual friends, man. Shout out <laughs> yeah. Friends. <laughs> Doing the good work. <laughs> mm, for sure. All right. So that first um, introduction to each other, how did you feel? Like, were there any sparks or was it just a, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So when we first met, I was like, I didn't think anything about it. I wasn't thinking like, oh, we're going to be together forever. Like it was none of that stuff. I was just like, okay, he's a cool guy. He's chill. And I think because he was a communications major and I was an art major, we were both in the same building. So that was also another reason we saw each other a lot. And then uh, our friend groups, like it wasn't the same friend groups, but some of the people that we knew, like it also caused us to interact more with each other, too. So, yeah. OK, and so when did it go from, 
Oh, I see this guy occasionally because we're in the same building, same type of friends. When did it go? I think I may like him. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) let me tell you. Um, So what had happened? Wow, that's such a stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What had happened was... um, So I guess because we were hanging out more often, we were just like, well, I started to catch feelings first and I don't think he was aware about it. Um, There were instances where we would be around someone else, I guess, that he was interested in at the time. And Mm -hmm. the big winky dink to that was that his interest was my housemate. And yeah, girl. (laughs) and and i was just like um okay well i he i can't get frustrated with him if he doesn't know if he's not aware of my feelings to him like he's probably gonna be like why why is Vinaji acting like this and so but he'll explain that after a while he caught on like he's like okay something's up and so i was actually telling my friends about it. Some friends were like, no, the guy has to tell you first. And then (laughs) some friends were just like, no, you need time because if you don't, then, you know, like you're just going to look like, you know. So I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, So I was the one who ended up telling him that I had feelings for him. And... Um, it was actually when we were on a ride back from Walmart and, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I would pick the time when we're in a car together and he's about to drop me off. And I was just like, I need to tell you something. And he was like, he's just driving I'm like, okay, what's up? And I was like, well, um, I didn't know how to say it, but mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to say. And now I'm causing all of this like anxiety because he's like, what is she getting ready for? And I was like, well, I think that I'm starting to have feelings for you. And I just I just want to let you know, like, that's what's going on. And so he's like, oh, Okay, because in his mind, he's like trying to process what I just said, like right. in a calm way. And so he's like, okay, okay. And so um, we pulled up to my apartment and we were just talking about it. And I think at the time, because we were both considering our friendship, because mm-hmm. that's one of the huge components to like getting out of the friendship stage, you're thinking like, okay, if we we both are aware of this new information and if things don't pan out how you know we would ideally want it to go then it could affect our friendship in the long run mm-hmm. and so i guess we're just like he's just like oh well you know i'm about to graduate that and that and i was like what and he's like, I'm about to graduate. I'll be in another state. And so I was like, OK, like, well, I just wanted to let you know, like what was going on. But then <laughs> he did graduate and he invited me to a graduation dinner. And I was telling some of my friends, not just the like my female friends I was telling that my guy friends too because I needed to know from like a guy's perspective like what would y'all think if like what are your intentions if you're inviting a female who just opened up to you and you're telling her oh yeah come for my graduation dinner like where all your family is about to be at something (laughs) so yeah and then we ended up going to that and um yeah, things just kind of like went from there and it was cool. It was there were a lot of emotions in there. So yeah. Yeah. So you went to this graduation dinner and you met like I guess a lot of his friends, family yeah. and everything with that. What yeah. was going through your mind there? Cause were you guys still kind of in I guess limbo because you yeah. didn't know how he felt, right? Yeah. And like at the time, he was just like, just talking about how he's okay with us being friends. And 
I was just like, okay, you know, I'll take it. But once we got to the graduation is when I was meeting um, his family and his friends from his church and all this stuff. And um, I can't, I think even his ex was there. It was, it was a lot, but everyone there was super nice. Like it was such a nice occasion and I got to meet some amazing people there. And so I, what changed it for him, he, I, like when he explains it, it's kind of like, I guess he's, he was growing into the idea, like, okay, like, because of the fact that I shared that with him, it was in the mm-hmm. back of his head. And that's one of the things that my aunt was telling me. She was like, well, now that you said it to him, he's actually going to be thinking about it now. And y'all, this man went all out when <laughs> when he finally did um, decide, like, he wanted to ask me out. He so I guess my friend, like our friends knew that he was about to ask me because they were kind of acting a little weird, but it was around like Christmas time. So all the lights are out and it's super nice. And, you know, the Christmas vibes, holiday vibes. Yeah. And he was like, come on. Um, And my, this was like a really hard year. Cause like 2016 just was not a hot year, but I think by the time December came around, I was just like, um, what is he about to do? <laughs> about to do? So he pulls up to this neighborhood that I know nothing about. Like I've never been before, but I guess either he was looking online or he was just checking out different locations that were like really lit up, super pretty, super beautiful. And in the back seat, he had like this, Mar- these Martinelli's. And Ooh. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> And he was like, okay, Banasha Powell, <laughs> I want to ask you, um, would you like to go out with me? And I was like, y'all, this is my first relationship ever. Oh, <laughs> that is the cutest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was literally the cutest. So that's how things went forward with us and how he ended up like displaying his emotions, his affection. And yeah. That is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what was dating like? Because you said it was your first, re- well, your first relationship. So what was that yeah. like? So dating was, okay. So now that he had graduated and I was still in college, um, there were, there was a lot of traveling because he was living mm-hmm. in Georgia and then I was in school in Tennessee. And we would always have to like, make plans to hang out either he would come up here or I would go down there and so that was that was always fun because first of all I I just like going on drives and also like you're in two different areas so you don't have to stay stuck in one place all the time and then just getting creative with dates there were so many um Facebook calls (laughs) um because we're not always like around each other all the time. So we were always doing video calls. Um, All the texts, always boo loving, caked up on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, dating was really cool. And then on top of that, when you have your friends, your family, who's just like, who you about to go see? Who you on the, even though they know, they're like, who you on the phone with? Stuff like that. So it was nice. We would also talk about like, um our future together like as things became more serious we started talking about our future together like how do we handle arguments like what do we like to do for fun and so because we're both creatives um I got to learn more about stuff that he liked to do he got to see some of the stuff that I was interested in and so dating was that was a lot of fun. I mean, there were also times where like we would be learning how to express ourselves mm-hmm. because when you've always only had your family and like your friends and then you're learning more about each other, that's where the 
dating experience kicks in because now you're learning how to speak to someone that you have feelings for right? Um, and just communicating how you're feeling and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So you had already met his family, but when did you introduce him to your family? So the first person from my family who like met him was my sister. She met him and she was like, she'll always try to be slick. Like if she saw me and him holding hands or something, she'll be taking a picture. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like she'll send it to me later. <laughs> or, and then I think like my uncle, we went, we went to the movies with him and I had introduced him. So he was gradually beginning to meet like my family on different occasions, like my grandmother and um, my aunt and cousin. And so it's like, as time went by, everyone was meeting him and they're like, oh, okay, is this your boyfriend? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so yeah, um, that's, how that happened you just meet people when you just hang out um on different occasions there's different events and stuff and so that was always nice of course I was nervous sometimes because I'm thinking like you know what's the vibe gonna be like between him and family and on top of that like there's we come from two different cultures so he's Jamaican and then I'm American and so everyone is different so that was that was always fun too to see um so yeah yeah that's that's how that was when I was introducing him to my folks did your friends or family members have anything to say about your relationship just maybe like a oh we're happy for you or a mm, be careful anything like that uh, I feel like I probably did have people who were like, pretty much be careful with your heart. And mm -hmm. then, but I mostly got a lot of people who were just like, happy. They're like, Oh, look at you. All in love. I didn't really get too much pushback about the relationship that I was aware of. Um, that I, I mean, it, yeah, as far as my knowledge, I wasn't aware, but everyone was pretty much like pro <laughs> Siobhan and Banasha. So that's always a good feeling. So um, how long after you did you graduate after him? Um, so 2015 and then 2018, I was done with my degree. With that, how long were you guys dating before he proposed? So we started dating 2016. And then he did not propose after I graduated. So 2019. 2019 is when um, he proposed. Is there an engagement story? Because I mean, the way that he asked you to be his girlfriend yeah. was wild. So <laughs> top tier. Yeah, he um. so and my friends were actually telling me like after the engagement, they're like he was planning for a long time. Um. So what he did was. So I was a part of a spoken word group at mm -hmm. in college. And so he made it. I didn't know he was behind this, but he he made it appear as if it was a spoken word reunion. And he was like, hey, I saw so and so was talking about this thing going on. Um, is this something that you might want to? And so and one of my friends, she actually reached out to me because we started the group together. And Zakia, she was like, she said, um, Vanasha, you know, I was thinking like, would you want to do something? And then, so from there, it kind of like snowballed into the huge event that he was secretly planning. 
And so I'm thinking that I'm preparing my poem for this spoken word reunion, but he's actually like doing all the logistics and, <laughs> and planning to get everyone together. Like, you know, be, be chill. Like this is about to be in a surprise engagement and I don't want her to know what's going on. And so I was just like inviting people I was telling them like, hey, you guys, there's a big thing going on. There was a flyer made and everything for me to share on Instagram. <laughs> and so I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like posting it. And my friends are like, but not sure you ready for, for your big show this weekend. I'm like, yeah, y'all. <laughs> and so, but like I had some friends where I was kind of like, something's going on. Like, one friend who doesn't even who wasn't living in the south at the time he lived in a completely different state so and i saw him and i was like what is he doing here <laughs> and there would be other friends who were like or like someone would text me and say vanasha how are you feeling this weekend i'm like you know how there's those friends that you haven't spoken to in a while mm-hmm. but then once y'all reconnect it's just like old times and so i right. So stuff like that would be happening leading up to the day. And this is around Valentine's. And so once I finally got there to the show, it was it was at a, a hotel. He had reserved a like one of the not a conference room, but like a kind of like a banquet. I don't I don't know what the room is called, but he was able to like set it up really nice. He had the lights in there. There are photographers there to capture the night. The decorations were so pretty. And like he had the food planned out, all of this stuff. And there were people there, like an audience and people that I knew. And so I was like, oh man, so many people are here to support. And but in the back of my head, I there was like a small little I was like is he no 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 he's not <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then um so I went up there I shared how the po- the poetry group got started and then people went up there to share their poem and then it was my turn I went up there to share my poem about love and then he went up there And I was like, he never gets in front of audiences. He never does that. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, he's about to do something. I I think I was more so just proud that he got up in front of the audience because I was like, he's getting out of his shell. (laughs) And every like, I guess as his poem continues, I start seeing the phones like come out. And I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) <laughs> the, the cameras are snapping. <laughs> and, then, and, he, and then he finally got to where he was in front of me. And or I think he said it before he got in, in front of me and he was asking me to marry him. And I was like crying. And it was a whole, it was a whole thing. And it was it was such a beautiful night. It was, it had like these jazz vibes and people were singing and everything. It was, it was so nice. And he made sure that we were matching and it was so cute. And then the next day he had a photo shoot prepared for us and yeah so it was very memorable this is so well planned (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i love this it's so cute you invited people to your own (laughs) proposal i didn't know yeah it was it was crazy it was crazy but yeah it took a lot of months for him to play in it all right, so you guys got engaged. I'm sure you're feeling on cloud nine at this moment in time. Um, how long between your engagement and you guys getting married? Um, so, oh, that was the quick part, actually. So we got married that same year, um, a few months later. So he proposed in February. And then we got married like four months later. So that was really quick, but it was. It wasn't in the same state that he 
proposed in. So we still had to do some planning for that. And then the next year, we also did a get together with people that could make it. So it was like two, two different celebrations. We had one in 2019, which is when mm-hmm. we had to go and do the license and all this stuff. And then we had another one where other people could come and show up. Unfortunately, 2020, that's when COVID was kicking off and everything. Mm-hmm. And so there are some people that couldn't be present for that. But yeah, so that's the time frame from the proposal to when we got married. Wow. Yeah. Was there any particular reason why you decided to do the wedding so quickly? Well, we did want to get married. We did want to be together and we just wanted to do just two different, two different things. We wanted to do something small so that people knew that we were together in a church. And then we were like, okay, we'll do a celebration on another occasion. So, and then also like finances and wanting to mm-hmm. look venue and all that stuff but we ended up doing something outdoors which was super convenient so yeah it just it worked out that way yes so what was your first year of marriage like so our first year of marriage it's different when you're dating compared to when you're married because you wake up and y'all are right there in each other's faces (laughs) And you're you're like, okay, (laughs) so I'm about to go to the kitchen and now what, like, what's about to happen now? And so there's a lot of that, like getting used to being so close to each other and you pretty much learning each other's characters in a more intimate way now. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, how do you address conflict you know, what are we doing together as a family? Because now that you're with your partner, you guys are each other's family now. And, you know, like, what kind of stuff do we like to do together? And so it's just, I think it was kind of the same, but it's just like now we're living under the same roof. Um, So that's, that's how that was for us. And then just learning each other's communication style. So, yeah. Yeah. Was that a hard shift for you um, going from going to living with somebody and learning about them? Was that a was that hard for you to make that adjustment or did you kind of just figure it out? Well, we did figure it out. I mean, I don't think... Okay, so I kind of feel like it was a little hard, but then I also feel like it wasn't because I've lived with people before. Um, Mm -hmm. Whether I had a housemate, whether it was my own family, my own sister. So I knew that much like when when it comes to like cleaning and like like balancing out who does what in them. I think it was hard let's say that you get into an argument. Mm-hmm. What we had as an advantage when we were dating is we were living in two separate locations. <laughs> but, yeah. but So you'll be like, well, we're going to circle back to this later. I'll call you later or something. But now that you're living together, it's more like immediate. Like, how are we going to resolve this? You know, how are we going to like talk about this? How are we going to come back and tap into whatever the altercation was? So Mm -hmm. that was new. That was new. The fact that we would have to like learn how to maneuver through all of that as a married couple. So that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) How have you learned to resolve conflict? Oh, I'm still I'm still learning. You know, (laughs) you can take advice from people or like counseling helps, too, or um, just hearing each other out. That's pretty much what it comes down to, because whether you're giving advice, 
taking advice or whether you do have like a professional involved, all they're all they can do is advise you because they're not the ones who are in that relationship. You guys are. And so just learning how to express. So for me, um, letting him know when I'm frustrated or like irritated about something versus knowing when it's something that's just going on with me personally. So if he's Mm -hmm. done something that's got on my nerves, I'm like, Hey, no, babe, we, we need to talk, you know, you handle this right now. Versus <laughs> when I'm like, it's not you that I'm upset with. It's some, mm-hmm. this stuff going on with me right now. And okay. I just, it's like, I have to self audit, like to say, Vanasha, he doesn't know what's going on with you emotionally right now. You probably have to communicate this to him. And it takes forever because <laughs> in your mind, you're kind of thinking like, I know how I feel right now and da, da, da. But there's another person in your space and you need to like be able to communicate that to them saying and say, it's not you. It's actually like where my headspace is at. And I just wanted to let you know you haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. So that is one of the ways to handle arguments um, or altercations when it comes to me is just talking it out, mm-hmm. which can be uncomfortable for both people because uh, like when you have to explain something of why something is bothering you or why you thought something offended you or whatever the case may be, it's mm-hmm. easier to just feel it than it is to say it because you don't want the wrong thing to come out. And then you also want to be careful. You want to be careful with what you're saying in the moment. So mm-hmm. sometimes you do need a break, but sometimes you need to like nip it right then and there. So yeah, that's how I handle conflict. Nice. So what would you say has been your favorite part about marriage so far? Um, doing stuff together. Also just making memories that you don't always have to publicize because sometimes you can have memories and moments that are just for you too. You know, that's mm-hmm. one of the sweet things about marriage. And um also just enjoying life of uh, being able to focus on how you want to build your family together, how Mm -hmm. you want to like invest in future decisions that you want to make, not just for you two as a couple, but if you're family planning, like what is that going to look like? Or Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So Marriage has been fun. That's been one of the cool parts about it is it's you two, like you guys are doing this journey together, you know, and that's, that's the the cool part about being married. Do you guys celebrate your uh, wedding anniversary? Um, We do when we can. I'm being I'm being realistic because sometimes you can't do like really big stuff Mm -hmm. and sometimes you can. So it's like a give and take kind of thing situation. So even if it's something small, (laughs) you guys are like getting cards or like making cupcakes or if it's different where you can go out somewhere and like sorry and like eat or something so but we always want to do something to make it special Mm -hmm. and just to to celebrate a milestone like that so what's your favorite thing about your spouse my favorite thing so can I say three things or do you just want sure can. can. No, all three. <laughs> <laughs> so Siobhan has this thing where let's say he's trying to be funny. I His humor is like 
it it is funny. It is funny. Or sometimes he'll use his patois when he's talking. And I'm like, what did you just say? Or like he'll teach me something. Um, another thing is that he's super creative and he has such a big heart. Like he he's really nice. And then um another thing is that I like that he's a romantic guy. He's really romantic. And I think the more that we progressed in our relationship, I realized that. And mm-hmm. so that's that's always a good thing. So I know um, because you guys, I guess, blended your two cultures. Is there anything that you guys did to create traditions for your family? Oh, that's a good question. Like, okay, so can you expound on that a little bit? So with him being um, Jamaican and you being African-American, is there anything that you've pulled from both cultures or either culture that you do together as your new family unit? Um, so aside from holidays, we... So when holidays come around, if we can make it to hang out with family, then we'll do things like that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like just intertwining each other's cultures, if it's not an occasion or like, I don't know, I'll just random like a a birthday, for example, you Mm -hmm. that's when you would have to be like more intentional to be like here's a Jamaican theme, like, but aside from that, it's not something that we, we haven't even thought about um, doing that. So mm. that's actually something that I think I'm going to consider in the future. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Cause I've always, I've always wanted to do like a fusion, whether mm-hmm. it's food because I would all, I would love to have Southern food and like, mm-hmm being food so that's something that I would like to do so I mentioned so you mentioned that um for holidays you guys may occasionally travel to each other's families how do you guys decide that yeah so actually I've also spoken to some of my own family about how they had decided stuff like that in their marriages and they're just like well sometimes um just choosing which holiday you know mm-hmm. it's saying okay well for this holiday we'll be with your family this holiday will be with my family and I usually try to do that way ahead in advance mm-hmm. that way it's not like November <laughs> and like where are we gonna go and and people are like who are who are y'all spending the holidays with so like months ahead I kind of try to get that conversation going like where do you want to go around Thanksgiving where do you want to go around Christmas so we I just try to get those plans going months in advance do you guys uh, switch it off where it'll be like Thanksgiving with your family this year and then his next or is there like certain holidays you do um, with certain family members so because we er, so all of our family lives on the east coast mm-hmm. and we were in Arizona and so everything it mostly also comes down to finances right. like what that's looking like in order to make it out for stuff like that Um, So if we can make it to go see family, then we do. Um, I don't, did that answer your question? I can't Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even remember. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just because my mom decided that Thanksgiving was her favorite holiday. Yeah. Um, Has always been her favorite holiday. So my little personal rule is my... My mother can come with us to Thanksgiving, but my mom's going to be involved in Thanksgiving somehow. Yeah. The rest yeah. of them, she doesn't care about. But <laughs> Thanksgiving's her, her big one. Yeah. How do you guys handle um, change in your marriage? Because people either as individuals or as your unit, because mm-hmm. change is inevitable. But how do you guys handle that? Well, one thing I'm learning. Um, 
because in in total, it's actually been like seven years that we've been together. So when you're looking at when you first started the relationship up to where you guys are at now, there's been different versions of you that have um, that have like, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like, so the evolution of you, <laughs> mm-hmm. like it evolves over time. And right. so different versions of yourself that would show up in a relationship as you guys mature, as you get older, as you learn more about each other and um, just how you approach one another. So you just kind of it ebbs and flows. You just go with it. And um, I mean, I think that's also a cool part, too, because you don't want to be a stagnant person. Mm-hmm. And you also want to always be learning new ways to approach a relationship, um, even when it comes to interacting with friends or family. And so and they would see the change, too, and your spouse would see it. So that's just the way that I would approach it, just in kind of embrace it if it's a good change (laughs) and just go from there. So how do you guys keep the romance and fun alive in your marriage? So little things would be like um, hiking, going out into nature together, watching a movie um, or like you're in the kitchen together and or when you're out and about little physical things like hugs, holding hands, kissing, all this stuff, or even being intentional about planning that time together. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes things can go into a routine. And I mean, you have to be intentional about noticing when that's happening and say, hey, babe, I it would be cool if we did Da, 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 together or let's mm-hmm. plan a picnic or so those are some some ideas some things that we do just to keep the romance going or just writing little texts to each other and yeah just being cute keeping it cute <laughs> <laughs> do you guys plan have like date nights or try to do date nights um well, lately we haven't. I think it's mostly because we're like relocating and stuff, but makes sense. In the past we have. In the past, we have gone on dates and I'll get all dressed up and say, babe, we need to go out or <laughs> um, or even I'm just if I'm like, let's just do something casual, we can go get some ice cream or um, so yeah, we do still plan date nights because I think that's always a fun thing to do. For sure. Was marriage a goal or a dream for you? Like when you were growing up, was that something that was on your mind or you kind of just fell into marriage? Um hmm. So I will say yes, but the reason that I'm that I was also hesitant about it is because I was always kind of thinking of my career at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he was also thinking about marriage too. I had seen some healthy marriages and I had seen some not so healthy ones. So I would always picture myself like, what would that look like for me as mm-hmm a married individual, you know, like what would be all the little intricacies of my own personality? Like how would I be able to still be an individual while still with somebody? And so, yeah, I, I did picture myself being married one day because I just, I love love. So, and I thought that whoever that guy would be, that it would have to be someone who just made me feel at home when Mm -hmm. I was with them. I just love hearing your story and the way that you talk about your marriage. (laughs) 
It is so cute. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, what things would you tell your if you could go back in time and tell your younger self or your pre-married self something, what would you go back and tell yourself about marriage? Ooh, Ooh that's a good. Okay. Because I I actually think about this a lot. Um, because I would get so discouraged like during middle school, high school, getting into college. I had some pretty interesting experiences when it comes to just me liking someone. And Mm -hmm. I think if I were in front of those younger versions of myself, I mean, I still think I'm young now, but (laughs) but those early versions of Vanasha, I would just say like, you're looking at like a, a line, like a starting line. Mm-hmm. You're at this point, point A, and you want to be way at point Z, and you only got to point B, girl. So that's <laughs> chill. You still got plenty of time <laughs> and stop tripping about so and so. You know, mm-hmm. like you're amazing, and you have to remember that you're phenomenal and that one day someone is going to see that about you. And it's just learning. You're just learning about what you do want and what you don't want. So that's something that I would tell myself. Where do you see yourself, your marriage in five years? Girl, I see us in Italy. So I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But I see us with a bigger family and just I like to be involved with the different generations of family so I don't like to be mm-hmm. so isolated but I also do like to have some kind of privacy mm-hmm. so I see us growing I see us um building together um whether it be regarding business or whether it be regarding a home so that's in the foreseeable future nice what does an average an average day in your married life look like average is getting food together um and going out running errands working cleaning and making jokes roasting each other we we crack so many jokes on each other <laughs> like <laughs> and <laughs> we make each other sound older than we are so if we're trying to go to bed at a certain time he'll joke on me like oh i'm old now I'm, i need to go better we so we joke around we run errands we do stuff like that and um just helping each other out like it's just little stuff on the weekends there's church you can go out into nature for a little bit um hang out with friends every now and then and just make plans. So that would be an average day. Nice. What do you think the most important thing you've learned as a wife? As a wife, I think being encouraging because sometimes when, so it kind of ties into what I was saying earlier about how when you have to self audit and you have to be aware of how you're feeling, sometimes when you're hard on yourself, you can end up being hard on other people around you. And you don't want to keep pouring into people that way. You want to uplift people. So it also has to do with how I maintain myself. Like, checking in with myself because when you're always thinking about someone else sometimes you neglecting yourself is when it'll impact other people you'll be more irritable you'll be like get out the way I don't want to be around anybody I just want some me time and that's okay um but just being encouraging being supportive being a listening ear 
and just keeping it light when you can. And also knowing, knowing when to have those hard conversations, knowing to do it because it would help the relationship. So um, I think those are some things I've been learning about myself and also um, confrontation. I think the reason that I'm always talking about confrontation and handling it is because that's something that I've been intentionally learning about myself. Like, how do I approach stuff like that? So that's that's how it's been as a wife. Okay. Yeah. Seems like you have learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and you're yeah. what? In your four years of marriage, you're, you're on a roll, girl. <laughs> still learning, still learning. What advice would you give to somebody that's looking to get married? Um, don't focus so much on just the wedding day also focus on the actual marriage because that's what's going to be lasting for the years to come, you know? Um, and just being open to learning new building blocks, um, to make your union stronger and to know everything's not going to be perfect all the time. Everything will not always be pretty. And in those low moments is also when you not only just learn about yourself, but you're learning about your spouse, how to be gentle when that's needed and how to be firm when that's needed. So that's the advice that I would give to people. All right. Well, Vinasha, first of all, I want to, well, we want to say thank you so much for taking the time out to just come and talk to us and let us into your life a little bit. But before we let you go, we do have one last question that we ask all of our guests. And that question is, is marriage worth it? Yes. Yes, it is worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. All righty. And there you have it. It is a yes from Mm. Vinasha. Is there anything that you would like to plug or promote? Um. Oh, so I was saying earlier that I'm a creative person. Anybody that's interested, I am an artist. So if you want to just look at my artwork or check out my page, it's VP Art on Instagram. Underscore VP Art. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Marriage Worth It. You can also email us at marriageworthit at gmail.com. I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And this has been Is Marriage Worth It? <laughs>